she really did it. Uh, and she, I mean, she loved. She made everything beautiful, and it's it's just tough this this time of year. I mean, any kid needs a mother. Could it be that you need someone just as much as Jonah does? You're sleepless in Seattle. I live in Tulsa. Where's that? It's in Oklahoma. Do you know where Oklahoma is? Somewhere in the middle. I'm not even going to think about what they're not teaching you in school. I'm not going to think about it. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. And generally speaking, I think we should rule out anyone that doesn't live near here. She's willing to fly anywhere. Christmas Eve, he phones in one of those radio call-in shows, tells them, I need a new wife. Oh, you're kidding. That's so sweet. Now he's obsessed with this one woman who wrote me. You serious? Yeah, she wants to meet me at the top of the Empire State Building. On Valentine's Day. Oh, it's like that movie. What movie? An Affair to Remember. Did you ever see it? It's you. It's me. I saw you in the street. Are you Annie? Yes. You're Annie? This must be yours. I'm Jonah. This is my dad. His name's Sam. Hi, Jonah. Sam. In 1993, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan teamed up again to bring us an updated version of An Affair to Remember. Only this time, Cary Grant is a pasty architect living in Seattle with a pushy son, and Deborah Kerr is a mousy stalker using her investigative resources to meet her, quote, soulmate. Fate-induced schmaltz brings the protagonists together with little regard for personal commitments, project deadlines, or child safety. It must be love. And now our hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington, to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Starkitects. Oh, no. <laughs> Never. Oh, okay, so guys, we watched a movie, but before we start talking about the movie... I'm going to introduce the people in the room because um, I think it's a good habit because last time it sounded really professional. It it does. It does. Yeah. It's, it's professional. Because it, it's Roberta. Um, to my <laughs> left. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm Vince. Hi, Vince. How are you? Fantastic. Super. Vince, tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, hmm? um, I'm a professional designer. I uh, work in Portland. For a large interior design company. And architecture. And architecture. Yeah. Very well Oh, put. wait, they do that too? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Very... Roberta Pennington. Oh. I'm a commercial interior designer with about 17 years plus experience. And I I also, I also work with Vince. I, I'm back in the saddle again doing interior design at an interior and architecture firm. Hmm. Wow. Directly across from me. Oh, hi, hey. Jeffrey Walensky, and thank God I don't work with Vince <laughs> and Roberta anymore. Oh. I gotta say, it was really hard working with Jeff. It, well, you know, I, he's, I'm, he's glad I you, I'm glad I turn you. I'm glad I turn you on, Vince. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, but Vince likes to. He likes to play hard and work hard. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Wait, you do? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest today. One of my most favorite people. Every time I see you show up at one of the Jeff Irene parties, I get so happy. It's Francis Sardis. Hello. Uh, hi. Good morning. Hey, Francis. Happy Welcome. Sunday. Yay. It's you. <laughs> Sunday fun day. Happy Sunday. Yeah. And you recently also joined the staff at large architecture firm. large firm. commercial architecture firm. Yes. And what was exciting. I'm sorry. I, I had just come back. Um, from my hiatus as a project manager for another firm, real estate firm. A non-named firm. Non-named firm, hopefully. And so they were doing proofs of our uh, business cards. And lo and behold, on the list of new people, I saw your name. I got so excited. I instantly like ran Damn. over to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Why are you here? 
Just why? Taking up space. Are you here? (laughs) That's what I do. That's my job. (laughs) Vince, you stopped asking that question a long time ago. But Francis, you have an amazing story of how you've come to Portland. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're originally from, what your background is with A&D. I was born a, a, a rich, <laughs> privileged kid in New York. No, not very rich, but uh, I studied uh, mechanical drafting in high school, and that led me to want to be an architect, sort of, and uh, went to college and studied architecture there. And uh, In New just, York? No, Berkeley. Berkeley. Oh, yeah. gee. Yeah. Whoa. That explains Ooh. it. Fancy. Yeah. You're saying all sorts of words people understand Ooh. versus like when I say, I'm from Mansfield, Ohio, and I went to Kent State University. <laughs> and they're like, wait. Really? Is that Kent where the students were What? <laughs> Four dead in Ohio. No, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. So I, I worked down in the Bay Area for, mm, I don't know, about six years and then went to grad school and in Eugene and moved to Portland in 1995 and I've been working in Portland as a professional designer ever since. <laughs> so are you a licensed architect? I am in fact a licensed architect. Ooh, fancy dancing. One, one of them. <laughs> yeah. But you've worked on a couple really great new landmark buildings. Like we were just talking about how you worked on the rocket building. The Burnside Rocket. I love that building so much. I think it's- What is that building? It's the one with the, the artwork as shutters. That are like on barn doors and um, like the noble wet. rots on the top floor. Yeah. Okay. Twelfth and Burnside. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 My my oh, hairstylist used to be on the, the the base floor. Oh yeah, I got their permit for them. Yes. Yes, and then they, <laughs> they, he's no longer there. What? Oh. Yeah. Did he move to the top floor and then jump off? Oh boy. <laughs> no. I can't cut another bang. He's good people. He's good people. Um, great. Great. And thank you for being a part of our podcast coming into the basement on a Sunday morning and for watching our movie this week. Absolutely. (sighs) Sleepless in Seattle. At least there was a GD architect in this one. I guess. Barely. This movie, he was an architect though. He, well, for about 30 seconds. So this movie is like super pop, (laughs) super popular. Yeah. It's 25 years old. Yeah. I've never seen this movie. 1993. And... Watching this, I this movie should have never been made. It's terrible. <laughs> it should have never been made. It's a terrible movie. Schmaltz. It's terrible. I it, it, I remember I, seeing it, thinking, yeah, I remember it kind of having a vanilla ending, and I didn't really care too much about any of it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I'm just gonna shake it all out of my head. Boop 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 boop. And then enjoy this movie. I'm gonna enjoy this movie. I feel it. Mm-hmm. This is the and kind I of movie not. you get when the country's in the middle of a. A recession. Ninety three was yeah. a recession. It was sort of like the tail end of that yeah. of that recession, and I think people just needed to be like, "Oh, there's Hooray. true love out there for me. There's oh, there's like geez. gonna be happiness." There was the like not one bit of edge, no. dra- like actual drama. <laughs> oh no, or oh. anything that could. There was when he was I yelling, "Noah, <laughs> yeah, Noah, <laughs> running around his house." There. This movie was so flat. I'm sorry, Jonah, not Noah. The so other, Jonah? The other, the oh, you other mean the book. kid who looks like Jason Ritter? <laughs> oh. I actually, yeah. I beg to differ. There was a tiny bit of edge. Jonah's friend, Jessica, yes. played by Gabby Hoffman. This is pre-showing her Harry Bush, Gabby Hoffman. Yeah. She was very edgy. Like, hello and goodbye. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then oh she, and then she's like, I'm going to Transparent and just showing it all. You remember <laughs> when that was oh. considered an obnoxious kid? Yeah. Yeah. Now that's just a normal kid. That's a kid. No, yeah. that's a normal kid. Yeah, your oh, kid's okay. charming. Nora Ephron, uh, writer, director. <sighs> oh, that's the problem. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, Bill Pullman. I have such a mad crush on Bill Pullman. Anytime he's in a movie, I'm just like, I don't understand why. So you mean Bill Paxton? No, Bill Pullman. Oh, Bill Paxton? Even this Bill Pullman. Even Bill Pullman. He was so milk toast. I would go for milk toast Bill Pullman. Wait. With the humidifier and the tissues and so thick. Girl, you know, I live with a man. He is like Mr. Exception to the rule. Oh, I'm a diabetic. Oh, I got to sleep with two pillows or I snore. Oh, I got to do this because of my back. So it's like a land of compromise. But he is a hot man, Mr. Pennington. 
And I've met him. It's true. It's true. So He's you're saying the humidifier is not a deal breaker? No. Keeps things moist. Well, yeah. I you mean, know. she should be thanking him. She wakes up with a nice, clear, moist nose. Not the yes. dry nose where you're just like... I bet it's helping with the bags under her eyes. Should she have them? I thought it's moist a nice was a no-no word. Like the Saturday Night Live people last moist. night said we're moist. not allowed to say moist anymore. Moist. It keeps it... It keeps it... Hydrated. Moist. Oh, Hydrated. I think... You know, I got to say, I'm one of the few women I am no longer bothered by the word moist or panties. Thank you. Yeah. It used to Thank really, you. really bug me. But now I think I've become so grossly desensitized because of my toddler and having gone through uh, breast cancer and the uh, corresponding treatments that it's like, meh, moist? nothing is sacred. Nothing. I got nothing. Got nothing. That has nothing on me. How, no. about, how about mucus? Nope. I don't like what pussy. What about Lucas? Pussy kind of <laughs> like... The movie Lucas. But otherwise, I'm good. Pussy. How about the other one? Gross. The C word? The C Seppy. word. Seppy. <laughs> so, Francis... As in, Septic? I sit on That's the C word side of the so, building. Um, Jeff and Vince have come up with a sexualized term for putting fingers between one's toes and getting gratification, and they call it a seppy. Okay. Seppy. Apparently, there is a minority of people out there who enjoy that, and they forever torture me with the term seppy. Daddy seppy. wants it. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Bill Pullman's hair is so thick and luxurious in this movie, and that is what we, this is the takeaway from this movie. Bill Pullman but, but is a Jeff, fine actor. There's no magic. There, there, there's no magic. No magic. No vavoom. No, no, there's no there there. Even his character, there, there. like, this movie is, for a lack of a better word, it sucks. <laughs> it is really b- bland. There's nothing going on. Bill Pullman couldn't even do anything with that character. It's supposed to be wacky and he's supposed to be kind of funny. It falls flat. Hard. I thought he was just supposed to be plain. And like he- really, like nothing. And that's what, I thought he was perfect in He's that. supposed to be playing next to the vibrant Tom Hanks. Yeah. Who was not. <laughs> Who was yeah, just as bland. Yeah. And sh- it should have been like bachelor party Tom Hanks, you know? It's I like was cracking jokes. Guns and, and fire trucks and, and hookers. The man with the one red shoe. <laughs> so this movie starts in Chicago. Yes. Yes. And Tom Hanks is an architect at some obviously some large firm because he's his office overlooks the Chicago River and he's sitting at a drafting table. With a scale. With a scale. We don't know what the fuck he builds, but he is an architect, right? Like, they don't actually tell you what he builds in Chicago. I build houses that people can live. Stop it. No, Wallace Shawn. We talked about this. I'm a master builder. Um, No. No. Ah, Wally Shawn. So he's a... we're not sure what he builds in Chicago, but this is always a good sign of going to be a really great movie when it opens up with his wife dying. Yes. And him at a grave site yes. with his little Yay! eight-year-old kid. We're like, yay! Hilarious. <laughs> 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 to be fair, that's how Guardians of the Galaxy started. Oh, boy. And to be Let's fair. That movie. Yeah, and to be fair, Carrie Lowell is his dead wife. Who is the wife of Richard Gere's gerbil? Uh, Richard Gere. <laughs> I didn't know the gerbil was married. They're divorced. <laughs> they're, divor- they're divorced now. But yes. Carrie Lowell was a Bond girl. Yes. In, um, I think it was Licensed. Licensed to Kill. Licensed to Kill. Uh, Correct. The one with the short hair. Yes. yes. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's she's very pretty. Way, way prettier than uh, what Tom Hanks could actually pull. That's right. Girls with short hair. Way prettier. Uh, but Tom Hanks' wife is in the movie, too. Which is pathetic. Plays his sister. Right. Nothing creepy there. It's, it's just like Rita Wilson. No. I'm not buying it. No. Get out. No. You shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> but she has a sassy friend. Rosie. Should have Rosie been. O'Donnell. Should have been Rosie Perez. Oh. Oh. Been so much oh, she should have had a sassy black friend. Because having the sassy friend friend, it's kind of like. Meh, well, Rosie Perez would have been halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Brown friend. Yeah. yeah, she would have she been better, actually. Yeah, any uh, kind of minority would have really jazzed it up. Yeah, because Rosie O'Donnell just played it like a mannequin. It was just, it, it was, was terrible. It was just like... She, she had a couple of good withering stares or like just expressions about Walter. 
<laughs> Walter. Walter. I don't know what to say, but everyone in this movie is so flat. It was flat. I couldn't it was even. White. But it was a remake, Jeff. Yes, and what is it? A fair to remember? And mm-hmm. a fair to remember with well, Carrie. Oh, they literally. So this is a remake, a remake of, and they literally reference the fucking a, movie within the movie and the yes. whole cab almost killing her. Yes. Yeah. It's like they yes. even reference it. Yes. It, like 25 times yes. in the movie. It's like, oh, I love this movie on a fair to remember. <laughs> what movie time, was it? This time I an was watching this movie on a fair to remember. It just over and over. Yes, and they were showing clips mm-hmm. of the yes, movie. Yes, they, they were showing the movie within the movie of the movie that we're watching that the, we already know about. The guard at the Empire State Building who says, yeah, sure, go on up. It's my wife's favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too much. And that guard was so old, he was in the original. No, I don't know. But <laughs> was he? No, I mean, but he very well could have been. He could have been. He very well could yeah. have been. Oh, my God. There's, um, they, they got uh, I saw credits. They had Sven Nickfist was the cinematographer in this movie. He did uh, all of Ingmar Bergman's movies. Wow. He did Woody Allen's movies. It, he, he, he couldn't even save this movie there was nothing to say there There was was nothing nothing. going on there was nothing in this fucking movie i know i know i know given given all the cities they didn't have enough like landmark architecture for the architect to be experiencing well i did enjoy that they kept hitting it over the head that they were in seattle Oh, with coffee? Where they were like, oh, there's a space needle. And it rains. We drink coffee in in Seattle. Oh, the Northwest (laughs) is so cold and rainy. It rains nine months out of the year. (laughs) (laughs) And then it didn't rain at all the whole time he was there. Like every shot that they were in outside. No, 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 he had the umbrella. He had the umbrella. Oh, that one. Walking to his house. One time. What, this one time when it rained in Seattle? (laughs) Just the once. So he got a so he moves from Chicago after his wife dies. Yes. And he goes and lives on a houseboat on yes. Lake Union there in Seattle. Yes. Cuz uh, how could to, how that. could he afford those that? Those are cheap. Cuz oh, yeah. he can afford that on an architecture yeah. residential architecture. That's affordable housing down there, isn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> isn't that specific? There specifically I don't know, maybe uh, 93 was a different demographic at the I told time, you it was a recession. Everyone wore baggy clothes. Uh but yeah, he's living on a houseboat, and uh, yeah, how does he afford it? And then see, he goes to Seattle, and now he is an architect for houses, for yeah. residential, for residential, for like where people really, can live, really, really rich women. Yes, that say not decorators, but decorateurs. Oh my god! Eesh. With Rob Reiner is Rob GC. Reiner is like he's the contractor. Yeah, the GC <laughs> is like. Run. (laughs) I mean, there was probably one moment that felt a little sincere to the profession when she asked how long it would take. And they said two, six, eh, 12 weeks. But they didn't talk about money. No, they didn't. Right. Because she's a Richie Pants. Well, they did talk about blowing out a bearing wall, though. Yeah. Eh, Just move that. We'll have to revise all the casework. Actually, (laughs) I think they said cabinetry. (laughs) Yeah. We got to have a bigger refrigerator because... Because of her platters. Yeah, you got to put your platters in when and you're come having on. a party. The bearing wall was 18 inches wide. Come on. It's a tiny bearing wall. <laughs> Couldn't Seriously. You just bury that in another wall? And, uh, um, what? Yeah, just carry the load over with a... <laughs> or make one of the cabinets three inches smaller. Come on. So just... Tom Hanks, after going to this house... Starts thinking about his wife. But wait, I'm sure there was a music, there was some songs. Oh, the whole time can we song. please, yes, can Carly we please? Carly fucking Simon. Can, oh. can we please, no, listen, so this, this movie has some like, so the music, it has a lot of popular like tunes, but like, you know, good people, like, you know, they have like Joe Cocker, they'll have like uh, uh, Ray Charles. Jimmy Durante. Nat, Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. They, they have uh, <laughs> Nat King Cole, all this stuff. The problem is, they jam this music so fucking loud and in your face. Yeah. Well, that was throughout part... this movie. Yeah. It's like they're. That was I part swear of the to product, God, it's the, ed- it was... the editors sitting there watching this, going, uh, "We we need to we need to do something to this movie. It's so flat. There's too much dialogue. No, that sucks. The, so- the soundtrack throw... was part of the product. If you waited till like the very end of the credits, it said the you can buy the soundtrack on oh, of this. So it was, was it was. It or, the, I think Harry that was Sally what Sally kind of. 
they were trying to get that. Soundtracks were still huge. People were buying tapes and CDs. I, and I think that the actually same American Graffiti but, was the first one where they sold the soundtrack it, and it was just a clip. It pretty much is. It's, all, you know, Meg Ryan, Rob music. Reiner. And uh, written by Nora Ephron. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's mm. yeah, When Harry Met Sally and... This Joe versus the Volcano. Wow. Joe versus the Volcano, which is a better movie than this. <laughs> no shit. Way better. Yeah, I agree. Joe versus the Volcano is a but wait, he's, uh, far superior. Yes, movie. absolutely. So, so uh, as he's having his conversation with his buddy, friend, Rob Reiner... <laughs> His over-the-top buddy who yeah. just tells it like it his is. His horny No, no, no. His horny BFF. He was BFF. not the horny. He it, was kind of a horny he BFF. He was not like a, no. Because you got sassy friend and then horny BFF. So, like, it, it's a trope. You get the ladies, have the sassy friend, and then the guy has the horny friend. But mm-hmm. but he wasn't, uh, but he Reiner wasn't, wasn't a good enough. horny friend. It would, he was the horny, horny friend would have been like, Sam, Sam. I got these two whores lined up, and we're gonna go out, and you know, if we got we gotta go meet them tonight, or it's going the whole thing's gonna be off, and you, you gotta come with blow. me because I told there were gonna be two of us. That's what it needed, and instead we got. Sometimes you're gonna want the tiramisu. Yeah, and just what? trust me. Order the tiramisu. It's like what is happening in this? <laughs> Which they somehow make into Which, a sex act. But wait, I, yes, they never, never. What? Right. Why no. No. At no other point did the tiramisu come into play. Because Tom Hanks ends up going on a date, and tiramisu doesn't even happen. And then there's a weird private eye that's following him out of nowhere. Meg Ryan hired. I know, but it's just like yes. I missed that the first time too. I watched it twice. Oh, oh. Francis! <laughs> oh, I'm for punishment. So he says all that women. My want. wife made me watch it. Oh. <laughs> she couldn't get enough of that Bill Pullman hair. Oh, oh. That's some hot hair. Yeah. But you've got a good story about your wife, though. I would think that you were you two would relate so so much to the the story of Sleepless in Seattle with the long distance relationship. True. I I am now married to a woman that I was in a long distance relationship with that I met when I was in high school. Yeah. And didn't we didn't speak speak to each other for thirty years, and then I stalked her, not unlike Meg Ryan stalking See? Tom Hanks. Ooh, See? the yeah. private eye action. So yeah. you didn't find that part creepy at all? No, it was like. <laughs> normal that's the way you should meet people right <laughs> and you'd go home and jerk off to your dead wife on your couch uh, on new year's eve wouldn't you well what? just a couple of times oh god there's a that's exactly what was happening in that one scene where he's laying on the couch and carrie lowell the dead wife just shows up oh yeah and drinks his beer drinks his beer and hangs out and he's sitting there and all i'm just waiting for is just you know stop it stop <laughs> Where's, and then he, and then it goes the back. Lotion? And you know what the thing was? You know why he did? He was sleeping right afterwards. Oh, that's exactly what happened. They but they're too afraid to and show it. They only it. did it once. They only had the the ghost of the wife yep. happen once. And I'm like, well, why did they bother doing it once? If if it was, I, I no, not, you're right. I didn't get it. No, well, it was it, flat, and yeah. it didn't offer anything either. It was just like, oh, I miss you. Dissolve. Right. You know, it didn't no. like there wasn't like. It didn't give him the strength to do something else or give him permission to move on in a relationship or anything. It was just sort of like, hey, I really missed you. And we had something special, didn't we? Yes. And okay, was that, was next that before scene. or after he goes out with the hyena? Oh, my God. I think it was after. Hmm. But there's just like, also, it's like she has an annoying laugh. And the kid, it's just like. And a brooch, like the size yes. of an airport. She did have a big brooch. <laughs> that was the decorator. Oh, so was decorator. she? She was the a decorator. decorator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember was. I think it was Victoria. Victoria. Yes, Victoria. Yeah, yeah Victoria. Oh, yeah, Victoria. Uh, and everything, every uh, shot of like when they're in a hotel room or someone's house, or Space Needles in the background. Yeah, because they're in Seattle. Because you it's can see it from everywhere, everywhere. in Seattle. Right. Yeah. Everywhere. Exactly. That's, just like the Empire State just Building, t- terrible. Right? Haven't you ever been to Seattle? Everywhere. It's exactly oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you can see it everywhere. Yeah. And the needles, I mean, on the ground. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. The kid wasn't bad. He wasn't, as far as like, kid actors go, he his, was... He, his <laughs> eyes were a little far apart. <laughs> a, uh, he looked like Jason Ritter to me, uh, John Ritter's kid, who's hey, not worth talking about any more than that. The, the problem child? I love Jason Ritter. What? Said no mouth. one ever. I Jason Ritter's the most him. boring... The, the only oh, reason the kid has a job is because his dad was I Jack Tripper. love him. The only thing he's done that wasn't even him that was worth watching is Freddy vs. Jason. That's it. That's the only thing that Jason Ritter's been in that's worth I ever watching. I can't look at you. 
Let's not talk about Jason Wonder Ritter Falls. anymore. But he looked like Jason Ritter, this little kid. I've got the Three's Company really, song in my head. With now. really well, wide eyes. It's legacy uh, privileged because uh, Ritter, John Ritter, was son of Tex Ritter. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so it's just, you know, begat, begat, begat. Yeah, uh, he's just taking an advantage and pushing it forward. It's uh, not like he's riding let's, on coattails. Let's, let's stop that. Talent. Let's stop that. Um, yeah, Jay, yeah. so the, the kid, he was not bad, but it was like they tried to they tried to do something like a, like they were trying to get him to act like like a Tatum O'Neill or something in Bad News Bears. Like, or, like, you know, when they had their argument, like they were trying to like do like, He's he's more adult than Tom Hanks or something. He right. knows. Kids know. But and he talked about sex. Pure. He's like, so you're gonna go out with her? You're gonna like have sex with her, and you get your back all scratched up. Ugh. That was nasty. That was a little creepy. I don't but... thought it was over the top too. When uh, Tom Hanks said he's like back scratch, he's like, I'm just hoping to get an HJ. No, did he? No, that was cut. That I was to- in the director's cut. I totally heard that. That was in the director's uncut. Uh, I, oh. I'm okay. I'm just trying to get an H, Oh, What? Just a little rub and tug. Come yeah, on. Come on. <laughs> Happy endings. You know. All of you. All of you. Horrible. Well, over or under the pan. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. So, this, so the kid sets up, like calls a radio station because his dad's lonely. And he, uh, I got kind of lost on this because I like just Dr. glazed Paul over. Poundstone or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it gains a lot of attention because his dad's sad on Christmas or New Year, where, whatever right, time this was. Everyone's is. listening to the radio on Christmas. Absolutely, especially self-help shows. Well, all talk radio. Well, they gave, they gave you an example of what was on the radio, and it was all pretty bad. It was pretty bad. There was like the. Let's sing Christmas carols backwards. Yeah. And, and, horses, and the, on the horses, other one, horses, horses. 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 <laughs> and Meg Ryan's listening to it across the country in the hellhole that is Baltimore. And she uh, falls in love with this story. And she's a reporter? Yes, for the Baltimore Sun. Okay. In the most pink apartment you have ever seen. Yeah. Every room. And the, her office was pink. Pink too, because like the office she worked in it was all pink, pink, she's pink, pink. Because Vince, <laughs> we're all pink on the inside, so understood. You know, we're but, just wanting to be the same. But that shitty apartment was, it was just shitty. nothing but pink. Yeah. But did anyone have like the murder she wrote theme song going through her, your head as she started to do her sleuthing? But the sleuthing was on the computer. On the on the right. computer. Right. Yeah, where you heard the like <laughs> with the keyboard, and she "Would you like to see the results? Yes or no? Oh, oh yes. Hit yes. Y for yes. Architect. Oh, so, but, he, but when does it stop being charming and just kind of like creepy? That's what I meant. It was kind of stalkery. It was super stalkery. Who hires a private eye to get pictures of someone? Someone who? Who does that? I just well, don't they think they wanted to know a... if he had a cute butt, right? Oh. Which is Rob it? Reiner confirmed, right? Is, well, is, he said it was is... okay. Yeah, I guess. but the thing is, <laughs> as far as the time not, goes, not bad. Not is it, bad. Is it cute? Is it cute? Is it cute? Is it cute? Cute. How's my butt? Is it cute? Cute butt. Cute? Vince, you yeah. have a cute butt. Oh, thanks, for Roberta. It's all the bicycling. <laughs> I'm blushing now. Can you Aww. show us? I. Huh? Uh, but because I'm so dark. the way the way she became obsessed, I wasn't sure about this this timeline. It seemed immediate. Super immediate. Like, it was like right, oh, I because right when she, right she when wasn't you... obsessed with him, she was obsessed with not being with Walter. Because there was no there was because that guy was just like a big bucket of wet water, cold <laughs> wet water thrown on like <laughs> wet sloppy black blue bat water. <laughs> he. I wouldn't even give him. The... Yeah, yeah. It's like say cold water. It's like she. They were gonna get romantic, and he spilled the the humidifier all over the bed, and it ruined the mood. And that's like every night they went to bed. It's like, oh, I can't. I'm I'm allergic to. And I think it's it's her mother who actually gets it in her head that it's a terrible marriage because her mother talks about all the magic the first time that she touched her husband's hand, and couldn't tell whose fingers were which. And I'm like. Until I bit all of his off. Hands on you. (laughs) Oh boy! But then you know the the dress ripped. It's a sign. It's a sign. sign. Everything was all about 
fate and soulmate. And it's like, no. She forced this, though, it seemed like. She absolutely forced it. You know, it. like, getting a private yes. eye she so a, she fast. She stalked him. She was stalking she him. Yeah. She's delusional. It's almost fatal attraction, but She's different. like that, that astronaut no that drove across the country to to kill a girlfriend of of some other guy. That was like a real story. I would have watched that story instead of this yeah. one. Would have been this w- he's way a, more interesting. But he's such an architect. He had to build a little tower with his sugar cubes while he was waiting for his. That's team. right. He was and doing he's playing that. with the silverware, oh, just like Charlie like, Chaplin. That's what architects. Do. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hanks, such well, a he's, card. He's a charming guy. <laughs> such a card. Oh like, God. Uh, so yeah, I just thought that like she became so obsessed so fast, and yes. then. Uh, then, like supposedly, the whole the rest of the country is in love with this story of Tom Hanks. Two thousand letters. Two thousand letters. So he starts getting all these letters to his houseboat, and <laughs> the kid. How does the kid like pinpoint Meg Ryan specifically? Uh, baseball. Just a letter, right? Because of baseball. Baseball. She said, "My my favorite shortstop is your favorite shortstop too." Yep. Yeah. Ergo, soulmate. Right, and she can carve an apple all with one. But she couldn't. But who does right. that? Who does that? Who eats? An, I skin? thought that was so stupid. Who peels no apple? one peels and an she, apple. Like she that. screwed it up. It like the thing broke halfway through, and she started again. I looked. I watched it twice. <laughs> I watched it twice. <laughs> well, you don't want to eat an apple like that anyway, because it's just going to turn brown before but, you even take yeah, one bite. Right. Who does? Who who peels apples before they eat them? I don't know. I thought that was I'll tell you who so forced. Cray cray ladies. Yeah. Who no, cray cray stalkers. She was doing it with the pocket. She was doing with the switchblade, wasn't it? I swear to God, there's a switchblade. The reason she peels the apples is because Walter is allergic to apple skin. So she's got to peel the apple before right. she cuts it up. He was allergic to just about everything. That's right. But he not said bees. <laughs> Oh, Frances Conroy. I love her so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. This one had David Hyde as well. Yes. Playing Niles. Play, cra- yeah, yeah, but Frazier, not Frazier, in whatever. Seattle. He was in... Right. In, he was a musician. I don't he, know. A was conductor. He? he worked for the conservatory. I think he was a conductor. He's like, I am yeah, married? He was like, I am married to a woman? That's yeah, right. Like I, I don't, don't believe, believe you. I do, <laughs> I do not believe spent this, all this at time, all. like... Getting these characters behind her, and you never see them again. Absolutely, David Hyde Pierce, you get five minutes of. Yep. yep. Rosie O'Donnell, you get ten minutes. Unfortunately, that's. Frances Conroy, the mom. Yep. Five minutes. Gabby mm-hmm. Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman. Three minutes. No yeah. bush. No, no bush. Damn it. No bush. <laughs> okay, take it back. Bush kind of bugs me. <laughs> bush. bush. Only because I'm just thinking of a, a bushy bush. Oh, it's oh yeah, it's in the '90s. It was it, before the the whole like trimming everything down you, came into fashion. You, you you go down on that, you're gonna have sideburns, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> or burnt sides. <laughs> Woo. I don't even know what to say. That. Yeah, uh, but the thing you need a pick. Yeah, oh. you gotta like, gotta get through that somehow. Um, so she says to Rosie O'Donnell, "I watched him play with his son on the beach." Yes. Nothing creepy there. No. Like hiding behind the building. Wait, I watched him play with himself on the beach. (laughs) I'm telling you, he's thinking Carrie Lowell all the time. I, when does it stop being charming? It never was. It wasn't charming. It was was charming listening to it and then talking amongst your friends, but then. Didn't they talk about fatal attraction in the movie too? Another movie they talked about. Yeah. Fatal attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So she, but she's still (laughs) engaged to Walter. She's still engaged to Walter, and when she, so she flies to Seattle to stalk him just to kind of see where he lives and, and watch and him. And almost get run over. And almost gets run over, but she follows him. She sees that he gets on a boat, a little rickety fisherman boat with a motor and his kid, and they go uh, on the lake, which is that the waves on that lake that day, who's going to be like, hey, you know what? Today looks like a great day to go throw the ball around on the beach. They picked the wrong day <laughs> to shoot Seattle. that scene. Across that Lake was, Union. Yeah, it was like, okay. it was just, they barely made it. It's well, winter, it's, by the way. Yes. And in no, Seattle. You don't know anyone well, to touch And she somehow water. managed to follow him? Yeah. Yes. Driving? Well, that's, yes. That's what I was going to say. Over? The, the first thing I was going to say is it's probably easier than driving in Seattle traffic. But then she was driving down the road just fine. Yeah. I was like, hey, why don't we just take the car instead today? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, the boat... 
And at this point in the movie, an affair to remember has been mentioned 13 times. (laughs) Because it's fate. Soulmate. Oh, my God. It's fate. So then she she almost gets hit by a car. She flies back and And says... And a truck. And a truck. And she can't... She's just like, I don't know, I screwed screwed this up. How about that hot dialogue when they first lay eyes on each other? Hello. You mean hello? hello. <laughs> I know. That hello. was straight out of the Roberto playbook uh, of flirting. Hello. hello. <laughs> the eyes just by. Uh, hi. <laughs> hello. hello. Speaking of eyes, <laughs> when she gets off the plane and he's actually standing right. there, crazy coincidence there, she sort of stands there doing this like, Oh, it's an airport. <laughs> Just like the airport I left. <laughs> it's, I didn't know they had airports in Seattle. <laughs> It's true. She she stood there for ten minutes, just like. <laughs> did you notice the almost Portland pattern of the? I did. Concourse? I did. I didn't know that. Noticed yeah. that. I had to look twice. It yep. wasn't quite the same, though. No. And then at the same time, I was like, "Goo." <laughs> Why do people care so much about the carpet in the airport? Yeah, I don't know. That's just. We should ask Irene about that. Yeah. Our friend works at the Port of Portland. Ah. Uh-huh. What, what I noticed was that you still could go out to the yes. gate. So, like, good any, old days. any Joe could, like, walk around yep. on the concourse. I, I was like, loving the pre-9-11 travel yeah. stuff. Like, the kid going on the plane. By himself. Yeah. This kid got <laughs> – so this guy – so this kid got a, a ticket and – With Gabby Hoffman. With Gabby Hoffman. <laughs> Pre-Bush. Um <laughs> Pre nine eleven, pre Bush. Um, so she, he, this kid flew first class. Did you see those that that seat he was in? And the other, there was only two seats on that yeah. side. That was a first class ticket. Tom Hanks finds out that he's flying to New York to go meet uh, uh, Meg Ryan, Annie or whatever her name is, Annie. Annie. And he's sitting there like on a stool. <laughs> he's like. Wedge between, he's like on like a South American bus that's going, you know, it's just, well, that's it was really weird. That's because Gabby Hoffman's mom is a travel agent. That's true. That's and right. as my dad is a travel agent for 50 years, <laughs> and it was like, dad, look, there's, there was travel agents in 1993. Not anymore. Not anymore. Just like sexy saxophonists. You just don't see it anymore. Oh, yeah. No more Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G. G whiz. Oh boy. Okay, so then this all culminates going to the Empire State Building. Yes, in February where An there's no breath. Icon. Yeah, we were no breath. February. I was looking at that right. and commenting. No it's like there. this is this is February, yes. the middle of February yes. on the top of the Empire State Building, and everyone's just like, they're no not. Hats. They're not. They're going like. This oh, is- fuck, it's so cold up here. Oh, let's get out of here and get a drink. <laughs> or I want to kill myself and jump off this. No, that kid would have died of exposure like all Absolutely. day at the top of the. This is an this is another beef I have with Hollywood films where it is cold outside. And there were winter jackets and all that stuff. Their jackets are always open. No one well, zips up a jacket. It's because the Hollywood... lights are really hot. No, it's well, it's because they want to sh- the the stylists and the costumes they want to show like their like all the cool clothes they're wearing. It's like, no, no, no. February, New York, on top of a building, you're zipped up to your lips yes. with a hood on, yes. and you have one jacket and showing. Probably ski mask. Yes, you're probably absolutely. still fucking cold. Too. Absolutely, okay. I just hate that. Like you just see, it, you're like button up your jacket they're like oh it's so cold outside you're like button up your jacket wouldn't it have been like funnier if they if they'd gotten up there and it was so windy they couldn't even you know they're just people are just like hanging on for <laughs> i know like her hair those fucking tendrils so in the 90s it was really big to have these like little chunky tendrils that come just outside your ponytail and like frame your face just so and so she had the tendrils that were that were curled just so, hmm. and are like little. What what are they called again? Bun tendrils. A tendril. Tentacles. Tendril. Say it again. A bun. Tendril. It looked Tendril. more like a mop. Ooh. Tentacles. It looked like like a kind of like a challah bread. Challah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. And like that hair never moved. It never moved. And if she was up on the Empire State Building, 
That hair would have been trashed. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been funnier. Is just get up there not prepared and just like big and red, red, Snotty, super snotty. red. Yeah, yeah, little drips of snot, little like Delta snot just coming down from the <laughs> oh, wind. <yeah>. Delta snot. <laughs> yes. Well, the way that it was filmed. Number one, they filmed the air airplane scenes at the Boeing. Uh, test facility. Okay. So they were able to use like actual Boeing parts in Seattle. In Seattle. Oh, nice. Outside Seattle. And then they built sets on some of in some of the hangars in in Everett at Boeing Field. Yeah, yeah. So that was not the Empire State Building. Oh, I mean, oh absolutely what? not. It was wait, a total set. Wait. They were never in New York. Wait. Oh, come what? on. I'm sorry. And what? Hollywood magic. So so the whole the, the whole so they the idea was that the kid told Annie behind uh, Tom Hanks' back, or told Meg Ryan behind Tom Hanks' back, that we're going to meet on top of the Empire State Building on Valentine's Day. So the kid sneaks off. Uh, Pre-Bush Gabby Hoffman gets him a ticket to go to uh, New York. They go. The kid goes to New York, goes up to the top of the Empire State Building. No one asks questions. A 12-year-old's roaming around with a Seattle backpack on. No one asks questions. He's up there all day on Valentine's Day waiting. And it was free, by the way. Free, obviously. No collection of yeah. money to get to the top of the and Empire no State line. Building. And no line. No line whatsoever. Think- and he... And then Tom Hanks gets winds of it, wind of it, and he flies across the country with these. What is with that horrible graphic of the dot landing in New York? Terrible. It was probably done on the computer. So it was very advanced. The the computer. The computer. We did it. We did it on the computer. So he gets to New York, but meanwhile, Meg Ryan and Bill Pullman are also in New York, and Bill Pullman proposes. To Meg Ryan, right? No, they were already engaged. They were, they were already engaged, engaged, but they were engaged to that horrible dinner party. Yes. But he gives her that ring. ring, his grandmother's ring. His grandmother's ring, and the way size. the way he gives this ring, he's just like, it's in a bag there. Yeah, that's oh. totally how I was proposed to the first <laughs> Just time. like, here's a bag. Throw it here. Open it up. She's like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, open it. And he's like, there's your ring. It yeah. was the most anticlimactic, like like this whole movie. It was just fell flat. Just like, hey, here's your ring. She's like, oh, great, thank you. Yeah. And then they like the same pattern for their china. See. Mm. So it's fate. Oh, it's yeah. Because it's fate, same, you know. The and, same and, and the number, right? right? Call it fate. Eight is eight too few. Is not Twelve enough. is too yeah. many. Yeah. <laughs> We're just just right. <laughs> Why not just have two more plates? And so then they go to dinner. They go to dinner where they look over and see a, just a cheese ball heart on the. Is that on the Empire State Building? Yes. Okay. That happened. Which is a sign. They were in the Rainbow Room. Yeah, at Rock on Feller top Center. Of oh. Having lousy dinner. And <laughs> yeah, breakup dinner. Yeah. Well, and and a bottle of Dom Perignon. Dom Dom Deluise. Dom Deluise. Ah, that was the biggest joke. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. So and I'm out. She. And at that dinner, she goes. She goes to Bill Paxton. I mean, Bill Pullman. Uh, that I'm going. To, I'm dumping you, and I don't love you. And Bill, because I've been Paxton stalking Pullman, a man and his son, his eight-year-old son. Bill Pullman Paxton goes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's like, you're right. That I was suck. it. He, 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 yeah. li- he just just goes. Okay. He said, well, I don't want to be your number two. I don't want to be someone you settle for. Your so. number two. <laughs> ah, number two. The number two. <laughs> um, though, number like, two. Not a, no yeah. edge. He was no, smiling. Yeah, he fucking smiled at this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm totally cool with well, this. Well, he's going to go and have an adventure with Madonna, right? Huh? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, who's Ooh. that girl? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, he had the... No, no, <laughs> Wasn't that Madonna? No, what? Madonna. You're, you're, that was Bill Paxton. Know. Bill Paxton? No, Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Bill, Pull, Bill Pullman, R.I.P. No, wait, that's Paxton. Okay. Paxton? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Good God, man. Bill Paxton was a national treasure. Oh, rest in peace, Bill He Paxton. was not a national treasure. That was Nick Cage. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Nick Cage. <laughs> Still what a better movie t- than this Cage movie. ever play an architect? God, do we he's made a... 300 movies. I'm. He, it has to have had like a, um, an architect with a flaming skull. Ooh. Ooh. You hear that one or like 
bees. You mean his hair? The bees. Ah, <laughs> bees. The wicker man. So he's so the little boy it's goes around movie. the top of the Empire State Building, tugging on people's sh- sleeves. Like, are, are you, you Annie? Annie? Yes. Are you Annie? I kind of like. And then he tugged on a, on, a, on a little girl's dress who had red hair and goes, are you Annie? She goes, yes, I am. <laughs> the sun will come down to tomorrow. It's a hard knock life, huh? Bet your bottom dollar <laughs> that tomorrow. Now the Finny comes out and says, I'm telling you. I don't know where. I don't know where. I don't know where. I wonder how many other people go to the top of the Empire State Building. To kill themselves? <laughs> to, for the, a big rendezvous. I bet a lot. Do you think? I mean, have I, you seen an affair to remember? I've never <laughs> been to New York City. With the lines and the cost, you're never going to get there when you say you're going to get there. That's you're going to be late. You're going to be broke. It's and freezing. Just... So you're more likely to see them in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Like 40 people ahead of you on the line. Like, I'll be up in half an hour. Reason 933 why you left. Yes. <laughs> I'll be why in the line left in New York. <laughs> The subways were not helping so he gets. Uh, Somehow she yeah. says, I, "I need to get to the top of the tower. I'm supposed to meet someone." And a very romantic security guard says, "My wife loves that movie, An Affair to Remember." You go. Right. That happens all the time in yeah. New York. Yeah. The friendly security yeah. guard. Seems like. <laughs> Is everybody super romantic and lets you just break no, the rules? No. 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 It's real life. No, that's Wouldn't it be funny life. if oh, Billy you don't Crystal showed up? Yeah, right. Go ahead. It, it's for if they love. if they had met up and Billy Crystal she was like hey what's good <laughs> <laughs> and there's more song and dance no chicken no. paprika paprika <laughs> well they meet and then they say hello and they hold hands that's the end of the movie yeah. <laughs> it was like that's what it they the... get in the elevator and... that's it they, no yeah they try they try for a split second where Tom Hanks and Jason Ritter get on. <laughs> The elevator, they go down and ding, she comes off oh, and gets out. And you're like, misconnection. You know, wah, I guess you're going to have to go on Craigslist and go on misconnections. <laughs> no, yeah, right? You're just like, oh, okay. So there is a little edge to this. Nope, ding. No. And you're sitting there going, the kid forgot the bag. Yep. The kid forgot the bag. I... And then, oh, look, the kid forgot the bag. <laughs> you knew it's just so bad. It was so bad. Yes. So terrible. bad. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. This movie made so much money. Remember it, back in the days when you could leave million. a bag at the top of right. the World Trade Center? And <laughs> the good old like, <laughs> Nobody got arrested it's for it? Like a teddy bear. That's what's inside. It's an explosive teddy bear. It's got a pressure cooker with nails and glass. <laughs> and, so, and so then they do meet again. And they literally, they isn't it? They just hold hands. Yes. And walk. Are you Annie? Well, yes. Yes. And... And the, the kid, Jason Ritter, introduces yeah. his bear to Annie. <laughs> yeah, here's my Har- bear Harold that we didn't Arnold? even know. Did they even Harold. talk about this bear before? One time. One, One time. time about, like, the apple. It's like these things they throw out, like... They spend a lot of time on a lot of little meaningless things instead of really kind of making something true, Like a true hold, connection, like a real true to. connection. I wonder if there's, like, an unedited director's cut version that's it's, more... It's got to be... It's like got to be even more vanilla. Seven hours more long. more bland. Ooh, more apple peeling. Then, then, you know what? More teddy bear. More, more tiramisu talk. I, uh, ghost wife <laughs> masturbation <laughs> scenes. It would have been... That would have been at least more, a sex scene. More stalking the private eye. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this was like one of those Hallmark movies you made us watch. The, yes. This this, this, this should like have been on the Hallmark channel. The proto. The Christmas kiss. This was like the proto Hallmark movie. A kiss proto, is proto. just a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a kiss is just a kiss. And it was nominated for three Academy Awards. What? Yes. For what? For writing. What? Yep. Uh, Nora, and best Nora song. Nora. What? Mm-hmm. And I think what song and they both won Best Actor for like Golden Globe stuff. Yeah, something like that. They were, yeah. It was nominated for four Golden Globes, two Academy Awards, and America's it, Sweetheart. And then, and then the following two years, Tom Hanks Oscar, Oscar. Yes, because he did movies that had more substance than this. I hate Tom Hanks. <sighs> I'm I'm like I just always think Bachelor Party whenever I see that man. The, and he'll never do it again. The high point of his career. Yeah, no, the thing the, is, the man that, with that one was, red shoe was probably mm, you know Pat, Pat Prof wrote it. Zone. Neil Izzard like 
that, that, that so ba- Bachelor Party <laughs> is a fun movie. Or yeah. Splash. Adrian Zemed is still oh. saying how fun it was and begging him to do it again. But the thing is, like, Tom Hanks will never do something like that ever again. And it's mm. heartbreaking. It's too because squeaky clean. It's, yeah. I mean, this guy is just like, I am the all-American treasure. I think he was, I think he's fucking related to Abraham Lincoln, too. I know, I I think I heard something well, like gonna, that. Like, he's going to he do that movie so, next, I'm sure. He is so America's sweet, like, sweetheart, I think male he, sweetheart. I think like, that curly hair, he's got to be like Abraham Owitz. <laughs> that is a ton of hair work, just to let you know. That is hair Oh, you work. think that's a, that's a toupee? It's not a toupee, it's hair work. Like, he has, he has hair, but like, he got, he got a lot of work done. Over the years, absolutely to redistribute. Like, yes, yeah, so it's a, it's a redistrib redist- of wealth mm. plugs. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, um, Tom Hanks has plugs. Yeah, yeah, yes. Breaking, please. <laughs> Breaking news. Come on, people. He was wearing fillers in the Man with the One Red Shoe and Money Pit. You know, he was already oh, doing. Oh, money I love pit. that movie. R.I.P. Money. He just pit. won't like. <laughs> Oh, that's some quality wool. (laughs) The Money Pit was our second podcast that never has been aired because the audio was so shitty. Oh. oh. (laughs) R.I.P. You need a new engineer. I mean, Bill Paxton. Uh, Uh, Pax Pull. Pax Pull? Two different men. K-Pax. One was in Spaceballs, the other in Terminator. Just just remember that. Okay. White Terminator. No. So I really only have one other note yes. to this movie. I wrote, fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Yeah, twice. <laughs> I I watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck this movie fuck twice. This movie twice. I, That's all I got. It was, I can't stress enough, this movie should have never been made. Nora Ephron, everyone loves Nora Ephron. I, she, you know, mm. talent, I guess, but the thing was... Her, these movies are terrible. She knew how to crap them out, that's for sure. She, these movies Holy. were terrible. Like, You've Got Mail, which I, again, like... like oh, that was Nora Ephron too? Yes. Yeah. Oh. No, this, that mixed, was like mixed the same movie just <laughs> with, with, with Steve <laughs> Martin. Like, um, she did Julia and, Jul- Julie and Julia, and Ooh, these yeah. movies are just so... Bland. They're up with like Nancy yeah. Meyer movies where it's like... I can't see she's anything got a, or, or, I, what What's... I don't know. These these movies are bad. Or Nicholas Sparks movies. It's all the same. <laughs> I went to high school with her niece. I can't say anything bad about her, you know, because my Nora friend Efron? my friend Rachel might hear this and then I'd be in trouble. Uh-huh. Did you get an H day? <laughs> <laughs> Rubber nope. tug. Vince wants to know. <laughs> Did you see your dead wife while you were with us? <laughs> I, um, I don't need to see my dead wife. Too. Yeah, the dead wife would have been better if she kept coming back like when he was dating hyena and just being like, eh, yes, yeah, like, you're better than that. Or, you know, yeah, something, just give me something. Or, or have the dead wife, like appear to the kid while the kids. Like, ah! <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a black widow spider? No, I saw my dead mother. <laughs> and then the kid goes back and jokes up. No, that's uh, an M night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan ding dong. He's making out with a hoe. <laughs> yeah. The hoe thing was like, Oh my God! That was kind of edgy. No, ho, sure. The word "ho." Oh, I, that was very from the streets. Yeah, very. Oh, it's so urban. <laughs> I. Wow. There you go. So twenty-one dollars to make, one hundred twenty-six gross, and that was domestic and a hundred million worldwide. And they went on to make more of these. Yep. Basically, mm-hmm. show enough. Yeah. And we don't know exactly what Tom Hanks did in Chicago yet. Or, oh, he was an architect. He was an architect, but he wasn't. We didn't know if he was building houses. Nope. No, not it, in that it all didn't, didn't matter. Nothing mattered. No. Nope. So and guess... Tom Hanks is not the personality of an architect that I've ever met in my entire life. Well, then that that leads us to our big question, then, Jeff. Would you hire Tom Hanks as your design professional if he would dress like a woman and try to get cheaper rent? Yes. Hmm. He did dress like a woman. That's what I'm referring to. Yes. Is he Hildegard or who is what? Hildegard I don't know. All I know is Peter Scolari wants to do it again. Yeah. And he's ready to Remember, be a buddy uh, one more time. Was he a an archi- bosom buddy. Was he an architect in that too? In bosom buddies? He very well could have been. I don't know. Were they, they architect of really nice breasts? Oh, it, no. That was the pizza the pizza place one. That, two, that guy's guy a girl and a... That's a different podcast Mystic for pizza? another day. No. 
Uh, but they tried to do a relaunch of Bosom Buddies, and it was shot down so fast by the LGBTQ Chikawaka yeah. mm-hmm. binomial peoples mm-hmm. that people. <laughs> but it was shot down because it is absolutely 100% offensive. Offensive. It's just some like it hot. Which it's is offensive. offensive. It's like white chicks. Which, which is, is offensive. Okay. So, Vince, would you hire Tom Hanks as your design professional? Cute butt, so you know it. And Francis? I would not hire him. I just, I need I need some edge and I need some bitterness from my design Ooh, professional. Yes. Like, I know how it really is. <laughs> bitterness. So a nice ass is not at the top of your list. <laughs> Not with my architect. <laughs> oh, God. I would say no. 100% no. What? Come on. No. Oh, why? Because he's like roast chicken or casserole. Not, or, even, or not even that basic. Vanilla milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> or pee and poo. Oh, you guys. You know me so well. No, I uh, I wouldn't hire him. But it'd be based off of his actions in, his movie, in the movie. He... Wasn't listening to his client when she said she needs platters. So he just said, well, great. We'll get a bigger refrigerator. And then we'll just take out a load-bearing wall and redo all the casework. And it's 12 more weeks. And you're just going to have to deal with it, Richie Richardson. And then he totally trash talks his cash cow with his consultant, a.k.a. the decorator, a.k.a. Victoria. Decorateur. The decorateur. The hyena. The hyena. And I'm like... Vicky the hyena. Like... I mean, I get it. We smell. We'll oh, smack talk. there's a movie. Vicky, Vicky the, hyena. the hyena. Ooh, yeah. that'd be good. The hyena. The day ho. of the hyena. The hyena decorator. But ho, I mean, ho, ho, hyena. You know, we'll we'll the smack ho-hina. talk a client. You know what? If, Come on, what? you do that too. Well, yeah, but not. Yeah, I th- I feel like I've heard you do that. Well, I would do it like you keep it in the. Family. You've drawn pictures of it. <laughs> you keep it in the family, though. You keep it in the family. You keep, you only talk about it with your coworkers, the people that are on the project. You don't get too specific outside of that notion. And if you're talking with your consultants, you know, I, I don't know. I, I try not. I try not. No, nope. they they, they butter our bread. So yeah. nice people sign the paycheck. Yeah. give us the monies. Sometimes on time. <laughs> Sometimes. Roberta, do you find Tom Hanks attractive? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Just wanted to. No, I don't. I just because he's casserole or chicken or or pee and poo or, or I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's kind of borderline twink. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hmm. No. Twink. And he, it's just, how are you not going to get in trouble with the the what? LGBT LGBT? Well, that's a term. Twink. That's a term. Because he's a. I, I mean, he, when he came on the scene, he was kind of like a curly headed twink. You never saw him in, bear or twink in like a goofy <laughs> or an otter. He's like a, he was like bear a goofy twink. twink when he came on the scene, and then he just kind of morphed into like America's favorite dad. Yeah, that like, isn't he, Bill like, Cosby. Him ah. less rapey, less rapey white Bill Cos- version of Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. <laughs> there are some skeletons in Hanks's closet. There has to be. And number Everybody. one is oh, here's another kid, kid that I just Colin Hanks. No. Stop. No, I'm with you. Stop. Go away. No. I don't. No. He. So he. I don't uh, even care. I, I'm sorry. Sorry to digress, but. Go, uh, please. Uh, Colin Hanks, he did a documentary on uh, uh, Tower Records. Okay, fine. Very, you know, let's talk about Tower Records. Great. The thing that really chaps my ass about this is <laughs> that this guy went and did a Kickstarter to raise money to go do his documentary, asking other people for money. His dad is Tom Hanks, okay? Like, the Spielberg of actors. Dad, I why won't you give me any money to make my movie? His royalty checks off Dad. of Horace Gump alone could fund a shitty documentary about Tower Records. That just really chapped my ass that he's out there, I need some money to make my movie. Your dad is Tom Hanks. Maybe. Go do this yourself. Maybe the conversation kind of went like this it's I like don't hey, want to give me some money so i can make my movie and and tom hanks is like all right well let me see what your you know let me see what your business plan is here and you know how much <laughs> and he was like fuck you dad <laughs> i just need some money you're always you you never want me to do anything I, just because my the, mom I isn't rita do. wilson oh. oh it's not 
Tom Hanks left his wife for Rita Wilson. He had two kids with a, with another lady. <gasps> and Rita Wilson's his second wife. He met her on the on the movie Volunteers with John Candy. And and then he's like, hey, bag, you're out. I'm taking Rita Wilson. Just like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yes. Yes. And Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Except with no kids. Now we're digressing. Oh, 18 kids. But that kids. leads me to my favorite. Yes. Alive or dead. Woo! Francis, we uh, we do a little game here at the end of the show because it makes me feel better about myself and it helps me to educate our listeners as to the architects and designers in this world if they're alive or dead. I'm so, on the edge of my seat. <laughs> um, I will give you the name of an actor, actress, architect, designer. You tell me if they are alive. Or dead Vincent J. Galea. Alive. Ross Mallinger, who played Jonah Baldwin in this movie. Is he alive or dead? I'm going to have to say guess alive. Okay. Jeffrey Walensky alive or dead? Alive. Ross Mallinger. Mallinger? Mallinger. Mallinger? Jason Ritter. The, um, the kid with the white eyes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say alive. Career's dead. But he's alive. And friends. He's alive. He is alive, and he is 34. And he currently does custom... Casework. Uh, no, he... <laughs> Cabinetry. He can... He does restoration of classic Porsches. Huh. Hmm. Now, hmm. if you said restoration of classic pornos, that'd be way <laughs> more that interesting. That is a market segment that, that is, is untapped. Yeah. Tap that. And Jeff Walensky, <laughs> Carrie Lowell, a.k.a. Maggie Baldwin. Is she alive or is she dead? Uh, she survived the marriage with uh, Richard Gere, and she's alive. I'm just going to say she's dead. Vincent? I'm going to say she's alive. The gerbil may be dead. Oh, but dead. <laughs> dead. She is currently alive. Uh, 57 years old. <sighs> Hit the wall. Francis, get ready for this one. <laughs> Pritzker right. Prize winning architect from Denmark, Denmark Jörn Utzon. He is dead. You say that with a lot of confidence. Isn't he dead? I think he's dead. He was old when he did the Sydney Opera House. And Vincent? I'm going to guess dead. Jörn <laughs> Jörn. Jörn. Jörn with a J? Jörn. Oh, wait, with a J? With yes. A J. Oh, then, no, dead. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, his name's Jörn? Jörn. Jörn. So his, his ashes are in an urn, so I'm going to say he's dead. He is dead. He died... November 29th, 28. 28. <laughs> wow. Did he know who Jesus is? 2008. Wow. is David Graff. He played Tackleberry on Police Academy, and he's from Lancaster, Ohio. Is he alive or is he dead? Tackleberry. Tackleberry. It's so funny. We're talking about Michael Winslow before this. Tackleberry. Is he alive or dead? Let's say alive. Okay. Because I don't know. Okay. Jeffrey? David Graff is dead. And Francis. He's on an astral plane. (laughs) I don't know. I think he's dead. He is dead. He died. April 7th, 2001. Do you want to know a little interesting fact about, I happen to know about this? David Graff, he died, how old was he? Um, or whatever. He was like in his early 50s, dropped dead of a heart attack at a wedding. His dad dropped dead at the same exact age at a wedding. Whoa. Heart. Oh, was it his wedding? Watch. Done. Great. Gone. His wedding? I, I don't know if it was his wedding. If it was, wow, that would have been even deeper. So, do you return and the I, gifts then, or and do you another keep... and, and another side fact? Steve Gutenberg is still sweating. That he's guy a, can he's sweat. A, he's a sweaty man. He can sweat. Oh boy! And finally, Vincent. No, not Vincent. Jeffrey. 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 Yes. Jeffrey. Ramon. Valata. 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 Ramon. The Ramones. He's a Spanish Pritzker Prize winner. Is he alive or dead? Ramon? Uh, I'm going to say Bayata? I'm going to say alive. Francis? I think he's alive. And Vincent Sure alive. He is alive. When did he win pr- the Pritzker Prize? Oh, I think it was 2017. All right. 
Yeah. Prickster prize. Pritzker prize. Prick. Prick prize. The prick. Pricking. Prick. Prickster prize. Is it a? Or, no. Our winner actually is a, it was <laughs> a, a three-way tie. Ooh, three-way. Good way, jo- good way jobs. <laughs> good job. Good way, oh man. <laughs> nice <laughs> ways, jobs. How are you feeling, Roberta? <laughs> Is this drunk history? Come on. That's it. That's our show. Francis, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Francis. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely guys. Uh, feel free to check us out on our website. It's starkitexpodcast.com. Starkitexpodcast.com. You can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook. You can even email us info at starkitexpodcast.com, info at starkitexpodcast.com. And BT Dubs, I want to thank Eric Wynn for sending us an email. He also sent us a movie suggestion, which we are going to take him up on. You'll find out about it all in February when the movie comes out. Nice. I know, and I was really stoked because it's our first email and we've only been doing this for 13 months. Go team! Go team! (laughs) There is someone out there. I know. Thank you, Eric. Um, And meanwhile, uh, if you'd like to also have your name mentioned, feel free to email us. Um, Join us next time. Our movie is... Jungle Fever. Yes. Yes. Look out. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. That's Mm -hmm. it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace. Bye. Starkitects is a Penzec production. Executive producers, Roberta Pennington and Jeff Walensky. Logo by Joel Walensky. Music by Better is the Enemy. Your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Your architect, Francis Dardis. Opinions of this show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Follow Starkitects, the podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website, starkitectspodcast.com. Me, I'm Roberta Pennington, and I'm done. <laughs>